Hello, we're reading in the writings of Baal Sulam. We're reading letter 17. A few technical points of emphasis beforehand today. It's, uh, it's Wednesday, tomorrow, Thursday, also between the hours of 12 to 1 p.m. Israel time. We will have our noon lesson. The lesson is broadcast in the Arvut system and on Svitbatvain will later be uploaded to the archive to Kabbalah Media. The lesson is for men and women. Anyone who can, we recommend that you join the Arvut system. This way you can ask questions and we can see you on the screen. If you enter the room of your 10 and you see that you are less than four friends, we ask you to move together to the specially designated virtual rooms opened by language. There you can sit with friends who speak your language and we can see all of you in the broadcast. The rooms according to language are Heb, one, two, three, Ing, one, two, three, Rus, one, two, three, and Spa. For the Spanish speakers, the women's room Rooms are the same, however, they have the letter W in the beginning. So, we're now entering the noon lesson. We're reading in the writings of Bala Sulam, letter 17. Rav, please. Yes, we are reading letter 17 by Bala Sulam. Go ahead and read, and we'll continue. Letter 17. From 1926. Dear teacher and Rav, yet let me write to you with regard to the middle pillar in the work of the Creator so as to always be a target for you between the right and left. This is because there is He who walks, or worse, He who sits idly, Rav, meaning on the way to the Creator. We also have uh, this uh, this song like this. As a, it's a very it's a straight and narrow line. This is how we have to go straight. And if somebody deviates to the right or to the left, then he's wrong, he's mistaken, and he gets lost and loses the path. It is he who deflects from or deviates from the road. So the path of truth is a very thin line that one walks on until one comes to the king's palace. One who begins to walk in the beginning of the line needs great care so as not to deviate to the right or to the left of the line even as much as a hair's breadth. Meaning there is one problem here, go straight, not to the left or to the right. And this is how for sure we will reach the Creator, reach His palace, meaning His whole content. For if at first the deviation is as a hair's breadth, even if one continues completely straight, it is certain that he will no longer come to the King's palace as he is not stepping on the true line. Meaning, the main thing for us is to go and constantly straight. And how do I keep myself not to deviate from the path, not to the right and not to the left, which apparently is the most important thing, because otherwise, even if I will go straight, but if in some place I deviated already from the path, I'm no longer walking straight. So, what does it mean to go straight on the way to the Creator? 
Like this, for example, there's a sketch by Balasulam here, and this is a true allegory. Let me explain to you the meaning of the middle killer, which is the meaning of uh, Rav, the middle line. Let me explain to you the meaning of the middle pillar, the middle line, which is the meaning of the Torah, the Creator, and Israel are one. The purpose of the soul when it comes in the body is to be rewarded while clothed in the body to return to its root and adhere to Him. As it is written, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all His ways, to keep His commandments and to adhere to Him. You see that the matter ends with to adhere to Him, meaning as it was prior to her clothing in the body. All of our work is to walk on the path to the Creator and constantly go straight only towards Him, not to any other place, any other direction, any other goal, and to continue like this in each and every step and to keep that, and then we will reach the goal. As He cautions us that if we would deviate someplace from the path, then we are no longer going not straight to Him, but rather we will never... Uh, hit and uh, never reach the target goal. However, great preparation is required, which is to walk in all His ways, yet who knows the ways of the Creator? Indeed, this is the meaning of the Torah that has 613 ways. The Torah that has 613 ways. He who walks on them will finally be refined until his body no longer forms an iron partition between him and his maker, as it is written, and it will take away the stony heart from your flesh. Then he shall adhere to his maker just as he was before the clothing of the soul in the body. Rab. This means that we need to know whether we are directed to the Creator and how do we take one step forward each time toward Him, opposite Him, toward Him. Okay. Next, it turns out that there are three discernments. One, Israel, is the one who exerts to return to his root. Meaning, the one who wants to reach the Creator and makes efforts in that, he is called Israel, Yashalkel. Yes, two, the Creator, namely the root he longs for. Rav, the one he longs for, uh, that is his root, that is his creator. Three, the 613 ways of the Torah, Rav, meaning that there are 613 steps here that we need to take, by which one refines one's soul and body. 
This is the spice. As it is written, I've created the evil inclination. I've created for it the Torah as a spice. This means that each one of us has within him an egoistic will to receive, and we have to invert it to be in order to bestow. And how do we do that? Specifically by advancing toward the Creator on uh, 613 Uh, Taliyag in Hebrew, 613 degrees. However, these three are actually one and the same. In the end, any servant of the Creator attains them as one unique and unified discernment. Then they only appear to be divided into three because of one's incompleteness in the work of the Creator. So far, is there anything urgent to ask? No, Kiev. Well, Kiev. How these three parts join into one? Uh, He didn't speak about that. We ask only about what it says here and not all kinds of uh, foreign things, other things. Apparently, they come one after the other or one in parallel to the other. It doesn't matter how. There is Israel, meaning the person blessed be he is the, the creator that's the goal that he wants to reach the creator and along the way there through 613 steps he reaches that and where are these 613 because in these three the most obvious one is Israel but the 613 that's the creator it's not clear right, but you haven't started yet what do you want head out on the path, then you will see what it is. Why are you asking before you even started? It's not the way it is in, in our world that you come out and before you there's a way, a path, and you can see the, the trail and everything. Here, in spirituality, it doesn't exist. You can go in all directions. And this is why he writes to you that before you there is a direction to the Creator, how to reach Him, in which uh, steps you can uh, walk, how to aim yourself to him, because you do not recognize him, and to go that way. So let's let's hear. The questions are correct, but there are no answers. Wait. Yes, Where does the deviation on the path begin? Well, you will see uh, what you're reading and how you can continue to advance with what qualities, with which thoughts and desires that's called walking on the path. He says that it's a very thin line. The way to the truth is a very thin line. If there's even a small deviation, I no longer where it is. Where is that? I fall. You fall. Where is that point where I start deviating from the path without even noticing? He will tell us that later. BT3. Thank you, Rav. You answered to Dudi. Okay. Well... 
Let me clarify something to you. Let me clarify something to you. You shall see it's steep, but not its entirety, except when he delivers you. It is known that the soul is a part of God above. Before it arrives in a body, it is adhered as a branch to the root. See in the beginning of Tree of Life that He, the Creator, created the worlds before, because He wanted to manifest His holy names, merciful and gracious, etc. And if there were no created beings, there would be no one on which to have mercy, etc. Look there, these words are indeed deep. <coughs> that is, we need to advance on this path, and along the way we will scrutinize everything that we ascribe to the Creator, all of His qualities, all of His relations to us. Yes. However, as much as the pen permits, as the whole Torah is the names of the Creator, as they said. The meaning of attainment is that which, which we do not attain, we do not define by a name. It is written in the books that all these names are the reward of the souls, which is compelled to come into the body, for it is precisely through the body that it can attain the names of the Creator. Its stature is according to its attainment. When we advance from time to time, from step to step, through steps, each time that we attain, we attain different qualities of the Creator. We actually attain Him. And this uh, joins, it accumulates more and more until we reach complete attainment. Yes. There is a rule. The substance of any spiritual thing is according to the merit of knowing it. Meaning, what we need to attain in our mind, in our emotion, in everything that we are. And uh, as he writes here, the substance of any spiritual thing, uh, as much as you feel it, live it, it's according to how much you know it, you feel it, you discover it. That is, through 613 steps that we go through from here until we attain the Creator completely, fully, these are the degrees of, of His attainment. A corporeal animal feels itself because it consists of mind and matter. Thus, a spiritual sensation is a known discernment, and a spiritual stature is measured by the value of or the measure of what is known. As it is written, one is praised according to one's mind. However, the animal knows, but it does not feel at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
understand this well. Rab, meaning we have to reach a state where we discover the discernment of the Creator, His uh, quality. There are many questions about that. It's, it's a problem, but there's not that much possibility to explain them for the time being. Moscow 1. Moscow, we can hear you. Well, he can't do anything, so we will continue. Once we regain the connection, he can ask. So we'll continue. This is our friend who is always asking. Yes. Understand the reward of the souls. Before a soul comes into the body, it is a tiny dot, although it is attached to the root as a branch to a tree. Like a drop of semen, let's say, in its mother's womb. Yes. This dot is called the root of the soul and its world. Had it not entered into this world in a body, it would have had only its own world, meaning its own part in the root. If it wouldn't reach that special development in our egoistic world where the ego uh, accumulates around this dot, around this drop of semen, it would remain in that form and it wouldn't grow, it wouldn't understand, it wouldn't feel anything like a drop of semen. But because substance, the egoistic substance comes to it and is uh, glued around it and it changes it and it works on it really. So this uh, dot, this point starts to develop to add to itself this egoistic substance and through it it starts to understand and feel who it is, what it is and where it is and what is its relation to the Creator meaning the forms by which it grows are precisely those 613 steps by which it comes closer to the Creator yes however the more it is rewarded with walking in the ways of the Creator, which are the 613 ways of the Torah, that return to being the actual names of the Creator, the more its stature grows according to the level of the names it had attained. This is the meaning of the words. The Creator imparts each and every righteous 610 words. Uh, sorry, 310 words. Rav, what is this about? Indeed, the more one is rewarded with walking in the ways of the Creator, the more this soul from its uh, point starts to advance towards the Creator more and more and more, which uh, return to being the actual names of the Creator, meaning that each and every stage in, in which it advances, it adds to itself the will to receive that grows within it, 
It's like uh, the volume of that drop that is in the womb. And uh, when it adds to itself the flesh, let's say, but this flesh takes on all kinds of different forms. There is there vessels of blood vessels and, and flesh and muscles and different parts, special parts. We know how it uh, grows, how it, as much as we understand it, that you have there the Rosh, Toch, Sof, all kinds of parts in the spiritual parts of, and this is how this soul grows. And altogether, it grows in two parts, from uh, the top to the Tabur and from the Tabur to the Siyum. That's it. And what it, this is why it says that it has uh, two times 613 parts. Yes, please. Again. This is the meaning of the words, the Creator imparts each and every righteous 310 worlds. Rav, 310. Yes, Yes, exactly, 310. Interpretation. The soul consists of two righteous, the upper righteous and the lower righteous. As the body is divided from the taboo, navel, up, and from the tabur, down. Thus it is rewarded with the written Torah and the Ora Torah, which are two times 310, being 620 in Gimatria. These are the 613 mitzvot commandments of the Torah and the seven mitzvot Rabbanan of the great teachers. Rab, yes, all in all, we have 620 parts, which are all already, even though they're made of the will to receive in their nature, but they took on forms of bestowal. And by that, they're all connected, directed to the Creator in order to bestow. Again, Moscow. Yes, Moscow. Yeah. Uh, you hear me? Yes. What did I want to ask? You know, there is this feeling that creation doesn't have this uh, purpose uh, for us to discover the Creator, it seems to me, because to us it's already clear that uh, the, the greater the shattering is to more and more parts, the easier it is for us to add back to the wholeness. But the feeling is that the Creator has this goal of expressing Himself through the oppositeness to Him at our expense, at our account, and we are compelled to walk this way. Yes, the Creator is is, uh, really miserable. He wants to reveal Himself to the created beings. This is why He created the created beings in this way, that whatever He he does, He he wants, He does over them, in order to reveal Himself to them. That's the most important. This is what our friend from Moscow thinks. Well, we'll continue, and then we will see how much he is wrong. But for the time being, let's continue. It is written in the Tree of Life, 
the worlds were created only to disclose the names of the Creator. Thus, you see that since the soul came down to clothe this filthy substance, it could no longer adhere to its root, to its own world, as before it came to this world, in its root. Rather, it must increase its, its stature 620 times as it previously was in the root. This is the meaning of the entire perfection, the entire Naranchai up to Yechida, for which Yechida is called Keter, implying the number 620. Keter is 620 in Gimatria. Okay, BT6. What does he mean that the soul came down and adhered to the filthy matter? I thought that the soul is a will to receive, corrected in order to bestow. No, the origin of the soul is a drop of semen that comes from the Creator, a will to bestow. And upon this will to bestow, on this will to to bestow, comes the will to receive it clothes on it so that in the end this will to receive will take on a form of the will to bestow meaning an intention in order to bestow so this point is what we call the point in the heart or is it something else I never heard us talk like that why does that matter to you? I am being cautious of uh, saying any redundant word which Barasulam does not use here. Try to focus only on what he writes. Other questions? None. Okay. Uh, we do have PT. 35. Thank you very much, Rob. A question from a friend in the 10 who can't be connected with us right now. What is the potential of the point in the heart of each and every one of us? What does it actually depend on, Rob, to reach a complete adhesion with the Creator? Complete adhesion. That's the potential that it has in each and every point. More? None. Okay. Shall we continue, Dudi? Yes. We are in thus you see. Thus you see that the meaning of the 620 names being the 613 mitzvot of the Torah and the 7 mitzvot of Rabbanan are, in fact, the five phases of the soul, meaning Naranchai. This is so because the vessels of the Naranchai are from the above 620 mitzvot, and the lights of Naranchai are the very light of the Torah in each and every mitzvah. Amen. It follows that the Torah and the soul are one. Again. Again. Thus you see that the meaning of the 620 names 
being the 613 mitzvot of the Torah and the 70 mitzvot of the Rabbanan are in fact the five phases of the soul, meaning Naranchai. This is because the vessels of the Naranchai are from the above 620 mitzvot, and the light of Naranchai are the very light of the Torah in each and every mitzvah. It follows that the Torah and the soul are one. Internet. Right. Internet. Internet. What do we have there? Hello, Rav. There's a question about the 613, and there are some more general questions. Rav, so ask about the 613. He explained to us about the 613, that we have 613 degrees that we have to go through, meaning to gradually receive changes upon our will to receive until we reach a state where we resemble the Creator. That's it. It's, uh, well, let's put it this way. It's like uh, a drop of uh, semen grows inside of the womb and it takes on the form, the shape of uh, men. Similarly, the soul, by us taking care of it correctly, it grows and it takes on the form of the Creator. That's it. Next. However, the Creator is the light of Ein Sof, clothed in the light of the Torah, which is found in the above 620 mitzvot. Understand that thoroughly, really, for this is the meaning of their words. The whole Torah is the names of the Creator. Meaning we are engaging in all those things that we are told, all these actions, we are actually establishing the form of man from our will to receive. He corrects in order to bestow more and more until we completely resemble the Creator. Yes? The Creator is the collective and the others are the parts and these parts are according to paces and degrees of the soul which do not receive its light at once, except for in the degree, gradually, step after step, one at a time. Meaning after seven or nine months, or even twelve months, there's from that drop of semen where they embryo grows in his mother's womb. And from this we will take upon ourselves the form of the Creator. From all the above, you find that the soul is destined to acquire all 620 holy names, its entire stature, which is 620 more than it had before it came. Its stature appears in the 620 mitzvot where the light of the Torah is clothed and the creator in the collective light of the Torah 
Thus, you see that the Torah, the Creator, and Israel are indeed one. There are no questions. Okay. So we're advancing to the end of it. We have Baltia. Thank you, Rav. If we can explain what 620 names of the Creator are, how to understand, to even feel. In simplicity, it's 620 desires that we need to give the intention in order to bestow. Those are called the names of the Creator, or the, the egoistic names, the contrary of it. Our entire ego that we will invert to in order to bestow. Hebrew 1. Thank you, Rav. What is the written Torah and the verbal Torah? The written Torah and the spoken Torah are the two parts that we have to observe in order to correct the desire to receive of ours. And all the rest later. But what is that considered in our work, the written and the spoken Torah? To correct the will to receive, so it will have the form of bestow. Kiev one. The names in 612 desires are defined in advance, or how, how do we differentiate between them? If you correct in order to bestow every single desire that you feel that speaks in you, then you're correcting these desires. We cannot talk about them now because we have no concept of what they are. Later, it's not that you're correcting desires towards people and towards nature, towards the Creator. It's, in short, all our desires, our egoistic desires that awaken we need one by one to correct them in the use of in order to bestow to others and through them to the Creator. As it is written from the love of the created beings to the love of the Creator. Well, in me, all kinds of desires awaken. Some desires talking in, some egoistic desires talking in me now. What does it mean that I correct it? If you have an egoistic desire, think of how you can do it in the form of bestowal to others. It's all only in relation to others. Well, there's all kinds of such things that are simply not clear how to connect them to the friend. They simply disconnect me from a friend right now. If desires differentiate you between you and, and your friend, then it's clear to you what you need to do in order for that desire to connect you with the friend. Altogether, that's what you need to do.
Ну, так какие-то желания надо просто сократить, чтобы они не мешали. Well, certain desires we have to somehow restrict so that they don't bother. That's correction. It could be that there are such desires that you will have to cancel and not observe, not keep. Yes, of course. And that their correction might be in that as well. German. German. A question from a friend. Maybe a little bit late already, but I still don't want to suppress this question. It is, how can we find the middle line in the group? In the connection of all of the friends, in mutual bestowal, in mutual support, in mutual arvut, you come to a state, you come to a state in which you're connected correctly between you, and then in the center of the connection between you, you start to discover the Creator. Moscow 1. Moscow 1. Да, Раф, я вот так уж до кучи спрошу. Вот насладиться этим миром от фрагментов, от этих разбитых частей, это... To receive pleasure from this world, from the broken particles. Is this the correction that we engage in? In connection? No. No. You're starting to talk nonsense. Listen to what we're talking and then ask. We're continuing. Examine these words carefully, as they require only a simple explanation. It is about that they said, I shall not explain the literal, and you shall be happy if you understand what is before. Let us return to the issue that before the completeness in the work of the Creator, the Torah, the Creator, and Israel appear as three discernments. Differentiated from one another. There's the Torah and Israel and the Creator. And how do we connect? That's how it is in our perception. How do we come to a state in which we connect them together? Yes. At times, one wishes to complete one's soul and return it to its root, which is considered Israel. At times, one wishes to perceive the ways of the Creator and the secrets of Torah. For he who does not know the commandments of his Master, how will he serve him? This is considered Torah. Sometimes, one wishes to attain the Creator, meaning to adhere to Him. With complete perception, one essentially regrets only this and does not agonize over attaining the secrets of the Torah. Also, he does not agonize over returning his soul to its origin as it was prior to clothing in a body. Meaning that these three things, Israel, the light, 
and the Creator do not work together somehow, but they appear to a person as something where one does not belong to the other. Yes. Hence, one who walks on the true line of preparing for the work of the Creator must always test himself to see if he wants the three above the sermons completely equally. Meaning that in him, also Israel, meaning he himself, and the light, the Torah, meaning all 613 steps that he has to do, and the Creator, connect together. We don't know how to see this together, but we will have to work on it. Yes. Since at the end of an act equalizes with its beginning. And if one wants one of them more than the second or the third, then one strays from the path of truth. Meaning, that's what he talked about in the beginning, that the path to the Creator is a very thin line. And we need to pace cautiously to not fall from it to the right or to the left. So here he is saying that we need to necessarily adhere to these three things, Israel, the light, Torah, and the Creator, truly equally. Yes. And if he yearns for one more than the other, then he's already deviating from the line. Say it again. Therefore, one who walks on the true line of preparing for the work of the Creator must always test himself to see if he wants the three above the sermons completely equally, as the end of the act equalizes with its beginning. And if one wants one of them more than the second or the third, then one strays from the path of truth. Understand this well. Thus, you would be better hold, hold on to the goal of yearning for the commandments of the Master. For he who does not know the ways of his Master and the commandments of his Master, which are the secrets of Torah, how will he serve him? Among all three, this is what guarantees the middle line most. Ken. This is the meaning of open for me one aperture of repentance such as the tip of a needle and I will open for you gates where where carts and coaches enter. Interpretation, the eye of the needle is not for entry and exit but to insert the thread for sewing and for work. Similarly, you are to crave only the commandments of your master to work. And then I will open for you a door such as an entry to a hall. This is the meaning of the explicit name in the verse, but indeed, I live and the glory of the Lord shall fill all the earth. PT8. 
What does it mean to yearn to the three discernments equally, to the same measure? How can you hold on to the three forms, these three discernments, to the same extent? It's as if you're coming now to the end of the path, and you're completely adhered to the Creator. By you correcting your will to receive, with the intention in order to bestow with all there is in your world, meaning you with the friends and you come to a dvikut. That is called Israel, the light and the creator are one. But along the way, there's always something else that's more important. We say the most important thing is to concentrate on the friends on the way to the creator. That's actually our method, right? Yes. How do we hold on to the three of them together? It's the picture that you said right now that we have to see the end of the act. In every given state, we have to see that we are coming to the end. Because when is the degree ended? When you use all that you have in order to to come to Dvikut. So, it's like there's nothing more than that. I have reached it all. I used all my forces, everything that I have, all the way to the end. That's called that I have acquired this degree. Is there something else? I don't know. This state for me is the final state. Then whatever is revealed is revealed. So at that stage, they all three exist or it's none else besides them and that's it? No, no, no. For this moment, they could be existent and then once more, they separate. Additional will to receive comes and it separates them to three things again. But we need to be in this field all the time, of, of all three being there. No, no, no. When you come to Dvikut on that degree, they're no longer. As if it's the end of the path. Otherwise, Dvikut is not whole. It needs to be complete at a given stage. Otherwise, the degree is not ended. Okay. Rav, is the ten Israel or the light? The ten is Israel. Of course. The ten is that which yearns for the Creator. Therefore, it's called Israel, direct to the Creator. Meaning a person that is nullified completely in the ten. Yes, we are all annulled between us, and then from between us they find what we call the Creator. The common annulment between them gives them the feeling of the Creator. So the ten is one line, the study or the Torah is the second line, and the Creator is the third line? I don't know. It doesn't speak about that here. I go exactly according to what's written, without confusing the friends. 
PT17. Hello, Rav. The article is a little difficult. Numbers, laws, some that are not clear. And in the end, he writes, just open for me a small opening. What's that small opening? It sounds like a solution. The point of adherence between us. When we connect to this point of adhesion between us and ask, draw, beg the Creator to enter into adhesion with us. That's it. Moscow 5. Moscow 5. There's no question. It was accident. Okay, Moscow 7. Good day, Rav. In this letter, in some of the places it's written that the light clothes in the light of the Torah. And sometimes he writes that the light of the Creator is in general the light of the Torah. So what, nevertheless, does a person attain as the light of the Creator and the light of the Torah? When a person connects with his friends, they attain together the light of mutual bestowal. And in this light of mutual bestowal, which is called the light of chasadim, they discover then also the light of chokhmah, which is called the creator. That's it. PT 22. Rav, one of the friends in the tent is asking, why is it felt that the lights that are drawn in the afternoon lesson are softer than the lights that are extended in the night light in the night lesson. It's a psychological matter. It's only a psychological matter. It will change. Focus group. Focus group. Thank you, Rav. We'll go to the beginning of the article. So how to identify the deviation and correct it so that we will go on that thin line? I can't answer you on that now. No. And let's... We have times for the women. That's on the internet station. Please, Sal. Yes, Rav, we have many questions to continue what Dror asked right now about how we can choose the correct path every day. What are the signs for the correct choice? So I'll give one answer for everyone. That it is through us connecting between us and from our desire that we connect through, we want to be aimed to the Creator. Who is, and he is the goal. And then between us, when we try to be connected and between the creator, which is the goal, we have steps that we're coming, that we're pacing with. We're coming closer to him. This is how we need to see our arrival to the end of correction. 
From Kiev they're asking how to understand practically that I have deviated at the hairbreadth level. That is by us first adhering and then from that point of dvikut, of adhesion, we identify whether I'm deviating or not from the complete dvikut in the, in the friends. Moscow 20, how can I deviate from the path of the creators leading me? Because you're in your egoistic desire, and therefore each time you're in the danger of falling. We pace between us to the creator on a thin line. It's like on a string. It's like a, a tightrope walker in the circus. They walk like that. That's how we're walking. Siberia. What's the difference between yearning to fill the soul and bring it back to the root and the yearning to adhere to the Creator? It's almost the same thing. Only that I'm not sure. Paznania is not good. It could be that it's also good because it's know the Lord your God. But in short, it's the same thing. Internet. Internet. Or women. They have five more minutes. Or maybe the other way. Maybe we'll do a workshop. Let's scrutinize between us what we did that we have Israel, a person who yearns for the revelation of the Creator, to adhere to the Creator. The light is the 613 steps that we need to get to the complete adhesion and the creator that we attain the creator each time a little more and more until we come to him to the complete connection. So how do we implement this in our life, in our group? Do we have the opportunity for this or not? Please. That's what we actually heard in the answer, how not to deviate from the path. If we connect between us and want from the connection between us to be aimed to the Creator, who is the final goal. And there are steps that we have to go through, which are 613 desires that we need to correct. And if we do this together, that talks to us about adhesion and the goal of them uh, the, then we won't deviate Rav. okay next what does it mean to deviate from the path to deviate from the path is to not be in the center of the group anything that takes me from the away from the center of the group is to deviate from the path. Correct. Yes, to see that you're working with your own forces, thinking that you're going and you're connected and you're on the goal and on the way of the Creator. Then you see that you're not with the friends, not in the right path, not annulling, not incorporated with them. Ken, Ken. 
Yes, yes, continue. Yes, whoever wanted to add there, yes. Sasha. Sasha, continue. Even in us wanting to feel the Creator, or want, uh, just like as it's written in this letter, this amazing letter, we want to bring ourselves back to our root, or want to reveal the Creator. Those three parts, these three inclinations, even those are deviating from the path. And here, we try to connect them to one. Okay. All right. Well, who else is there? Yes, deviating from the path is when I'm not looking at the point of connection between us, when I miss and don't look at the greatness of the friends, in short, any place any desires that are outside that attitude that is measured between us. Okay. What does it mean that every spiritual thing its its, ex, its essence is the value of knowing it? Can anyone explain any spiritual matter? Yes? Its whole vitality is the value of knowing it. And more. Why is it that from this verse he says that an animal knows and doesn't feel at all? What does it mean he doesn't feel? Well, let's say that it's still difficult. Okay. PT5. I just wanted to say, Rob, that maybe knowing is that he's adhered. He doesn't have to, f- has a, a differentiated feeling, but knowledge is adhesion to something spiritual. It's only if you're adhered to it, you equalize with it, and then you know it. And that's its vitality. Rob, that's almost correct. But really, it's very well. Okay, guys, we actually finished. What did he? What's the right answer? No, no, he's okay. He's actually... What's the correct answer? You said that it started to touch, but maybe you can complete it. No, no, that's something you will talk and then tell me so that I'll, I'll also... Okay, friends, so we completed the afternoon lesson. May you, you'll have what to think about until the evening, till tomorrow morning, and then to the morning lesson, and we will see you. We will see you, God willing. We have tomorrow also a lesson. Also tomorrow, exactly the same time. 12 to 1 Israel time. Even though it's Friday, tomorrow's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's why I was confused. Okay. So a big warm hug to everyone. Yes? Like this, it'll be warm, warm for you. And until tomorrow. We'll conclude our lesson. Thank you and good day. Song. 
Shalom, 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 Shalom,